Hey everybody, it's your host Aaron, and on today's episode of Coronavirus Isolated Times, I decided to do something a bit different than I had originally planned from. So, I had written a basic uh, narrated opening, as well as an outline for the theme I wanted to tackle today. But in light of recent events, I kind of wanted to make sure that I wasn't going to be having this podcast sound too dire, too dark, because I received a bit of feedback from listeners um, actually you know, mentioning this, how they love the atmospheres of the show. But at the same time, uh, they wanted to make sure that I was giving a very varied uh, reflection on all of this, this COVID-19 business. The good news, every episode is going to be different. Last week's was probably a bit darker than I originally had planned for it to go, but I think that was just my thought process at the time. I would say that this week has probably been the more positive week that I have had, my whole family has had during this whole crisis. And a lot of that has been the degree to which we have been exposing ourselves to the news, as important as staying up to date is, especially on the local level. At the same time, we needed to allow ourselves more time to breathe, to not be shackled by all of the bad news that we've been hearing for so long. And it is growing more dire in our state, just probably a little bit of a bad news dovetail. Currently, as of today's recording, uh, Arizona has 1,769 confirmed cases throughout the state along with 41 deaths, which is a massive skyrocket over the past week. Now, part of that is due to the more frequent availability of tests and the frequency at which they're being performed and, and the frequency at which those lab results are getting pushed through. So part of that is just we're, we're just catching up. We're going to have more cases whether we like it or not. But, you know, putting that aside for a second, that is such a massive increase than it was from the end of last week. And, you know, it does bring you down. It's something that I think is so hard for all of us when we're bombarded with all this information, at our fingertips especially, that it's so easy for us to become a slave, almost, to that information. That there's a degree to which vigilance then all of a sudden transforms into enslavement that we need to prepare, we need to have adequate supplies, we need to start thinking ahead uh, to what our day is going to hold. If we go out, how far do we maintain distance from people? Do we wear masks that day? Do we wear gloves? And how often do we shower after we come back home? How many times a day do we run our clothes washing machine and dryer just to ensure that we're not bringing anything back home at all. And I wanted to make sure that even with all of this, even with all the vigilance, even with all of the planning and the researching, and you go through all the different things that we have to do, we're currently doing it as a culture to some degree, one form or other. And it's so easy for us to be brought down by all of that. And so for today, 
I thought it'd be a little bit interesting to deviate from the format that I normally have planned and just talk to you. No script. Literally no script. No plan. We're just going to see what happens. And I think to kind of start it with, I'm going to kind of bring it back to the big thing as a family that we have been doing to maintain a sense of sanity and normalcy. In this case, we're actually expanding our garden. Even better, we're 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 uh, we've been reforming, rebuilding. We've been totally raising our old garden beds to the ground. It's completely expanded, and we have planted so many things with more to come once we get the bed finished. That just being outside, having fresh air, having the sun feeling the breeze blowing against your skin as you're putting your shovel into the earth. You're digging and turning the soil, tilling it with fresh compost to get a little bit on you, to get dirty, to get wet, to get dusty and grimy from all the work that we're putting in to make this garden more of our own. Sure, We are in the confines of our own home, the safety of it. But we don't see ourselves as prisoners to it. I still have to go out to run errands. Because of all the people in the family, I'm one of the least compromised. And I'm one of the healthiest. And that's not me trying to brag. It's just me saying that I have to think about that uh, my loved one can't necessarily go out and do the shopping all the time. Uh, that our youngest son, as strong as he is, he's still young, he's still developing. And uh, while fortunately younger children are less compromised compared to adults when it comes to coronavirus, at the same time, he's still young and developing, as I said. That I had to think about the fact that There are moments where even he shouldn't probably even be going out. And so I'm more exposed. And then with the fact that I am classified as an essential worker, I have to make sure that I'm presenting a good service to the public. And now, as of last night, I've started wearing a face mask, a homemade face mask. But it's better than nothing Plus, it's just awesome. It's reversible. One side is the Grady Twins from The Shining. And the next side is Snoopy from Peanuts from Charlie Brown. uh, Dressed as an astronaut on the surface of the moon with a slogan above him saying, I need my space. I found that and I just laughed my ass off. I couldn't believe how funny that was. And... and And the amount of looks I've received because of it. And now, it sounds like I'm making it more dire, but I'm really not. Because I've taken the positive steps to ensure that I'm taking care of my family, that I'm being responsible, that I'm probably doing more than I need to. But at this point, it can't hurt. At this point, doing more than we need to is what we need. We need to go the extra mile. We need to not put things off anymore. We need to make sure 
that we are being prepared, being hypervigilant, but not being a slave to it. And when I put that mask on yesterday, it was probably the most freeing experience that I've had during this whole health crisis. Now, yeah, your face is being tied down. It's partially covered. And I have a beard, which gets very sweaty when it's covered up. So <laughs> I it, it's, it's annoying. But the fact that I can help people just by doing that, that makes the world of difference to me. The fact that I'm able to actually be of service. Now, for this podcast, it is somewhat about me. At the end of the day, I want this to be a reflection on how it's relating in your life. And not to say that, oh, because I'm doing it this way, you have to do it this way. No, I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is, just in hearing one story, one experience... It allows you to be able to look at your own self, your own families, your own relations, and to then probe deeper and to see what it is that you do around those people, the people you know and don't know. Do you stick to old habits? Are you trying to develop new ones? And if so, if you are developing new ones, what are they? Are they new habits that are to the benefit of others, not just yourself? And I think that has been the most liberating experience that I've had this whole time that my new actions, my new habits can potentially save lives if not outright prevent people from being infected in the first place with the fact that we have so many asymptomatic asymptomatic, excuse me let's do it all over again yeah, we're keeping this (laughs) asymptomatic carriers The fact that we have so many, from what we know, based on the current information, the current tracking models, it's, you know, an increased risk. And we don't want to be cocky by by saying, oh, because I'm not showing symptoms, I'm free from it. I'm immune to it. I don't have it. Well, we don't know that. And until we do, we need to take steps to ensure that we are benefiting others. And it'd be a benefit to ourselves partially, but more so the fact that we can help people. People that we don't know in our communities, our next door neighbors that we haven't yet to say hi to. The fact we can do that, that is so freeing. Could this be the new norm for the next two months, four months, six, ten, twelve 18 months, maybe, maybe even two years. Maybe. And maybe after this is all done, we just have to accept the fact that we just have to be extra vigilant. And it's not out of paranoia. It's not out of fear. It's just we're shifting as a culture and we're beginning to reassess and realize that there's more to this world than ourselves. There's a world of over 7 billion people. And the fact that we can have a direct impact 
on our community. The fact that we can actually help people just by changing a few habits, that really is a blessing. Now, at the same time, there is still this crippling reality. And I, I, I come back to that example I gave earlier about how we as a family have been doing more outdoor work, more garden work. The fact that we are becoming more self-sustainable again. Now, it's going to take weeks, if not months, for certain crops to pop up out of the ground for us to consume and to utilize for other things. But it really has become something incredible just to watch that we can escape from the fact that there's a toilet paper shortage. We can escape from the fact that flour might not be on the shelf or milk sometimes or butter. That there are moments that we see people scrambling to get their goods, even in their cars, just seeing the traffic build up. We don't need to be a slave to it. Now, my big fear is how seriously is Arizona going to take this? I don't know. I really don't know. Because in the sporadic times that I've been out lately, ever since we've gone into a stay-at-home order in Arizona, which, if you've listened to the previous bonus episode... It doesn't change anything in Arizona currently based on the amount of businesses that are classified as essential services. But if you want to know more about that, go listen to that bonus episode. But the demeanor of a lot of Arizonans has kind of been troubling me because there are some people I'm afraid are not taking it so seriously. I understand they need to go out for those essential things or to work maybe if they can't work from home. But it's almost lackadaisical. It's almost an afterthought. Could this sink in further as the days and weeks go on? Maybe. Hopefully it does. And I'm not saying that people need to become complete hermits in their home, that they need to completely disassociate from their loved ones, their friends, their other personal connections. I think it's just more of just enhancing the mindset that, you know, I can live my life, but I just need to take these extra steps, which isn't a negative at all. It's, if anything, that's a positive. That's something that I think everyone should aspire to, that we live in a culture of too much complacency. We claim to be so enlightened and accepting and yet we're not necessarily willing to make those changes in order to reflect that and we become too complacent for a long period of time we assumed oh we would have these goods on the store shelves oh there would be plenty of masks for everybody oh we should have everything that we need we are the United States of America we don't run out of things well, we do. And it's a huge wake-up call. Not just for me personally as 
me, you know, a man, a father, a lover. But it is disheartening when we have brought ourselves to this. We could bring we could blame, excuse me, a politician, we can blame our boss, we could blame our, our a member of our family, we could blame all these people in authority. We, we could blame the healthcare workers, we could blame the CDC, we could blame the World Health Organization, we could blame China. But at this point, the blame all lies with us. In some form or other, we've all contributed to this problem. And it's Forget about coronavirus for a second. You know, put 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 that virus aside for just a moment. Our culture has been geared towards a certain way of in terms of of consumption and materialism that has allowed us to get towards this path that we're on now, this path of uncertainty, where within the course of two weeks, ten million Americans have lost their jobs in some form. Maybe some of them are furloughed, but to bring it back a bit, it's not like we didn't see this coming. If we had stopped to think about where we are as a culture, as an American culture, but even just around the world, in any culture, in Europe, in Asia, in Australia, in Africa, in South America even, it's we're starting to learn more about how we consume things. The physical, tangible things that we want to eat, we want to drink, we want to play with, we want to hoard. And I think we've started to realize that we need to drop this Gordon Gecko way of living. Greed is not good. And it's time for us as a society to step back and make our own new good old days. Let's make it the good old days that people want to aspire to. The good old days where people took a step back, they saw the problems, they assessed it, they implemented solutions, and they kept old habits. They kept those old habits that they developed during this time of crisis, and they made them a better community, a better municipality, a better state, a country, an alliance of countries, the world, just through changing our habits. And I think back on when this whole journey started. I couldn't have anticipated that I was going to be to be who who I am and where I am right now emotionally. It just goes to show that all of us, with an individual story, we play a part in the bigger narrative. And I think if you're going to take anything away from this, it's this. We shit ourselves, but then we began to formulate solutions, form new habits, 
and we're able to better serve our communities because of it. I think that's the core of what I want all of us to take away from this today. <sighs> if that was as interesting for you as it was for me, I welcome aboard. And you know what? Today's going to be totally non-traditional. I promise next week will be kind of more of a scripted format. But until then, just continue those new habits. Wash your hands. Wear your mask. Wear your gloves. Be mindful of how far apart you are from people. Be wary of how you grab your goods off of the store shelf. Be mindful of who you are in this greater narrative. Persevere and continue with those new habits. Stay safe, and God bless everybody. Take care.